You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to Double Tap Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. I'm your host, Jeremiah Meza Ward, and I'm here with the dashing, spedazzling, Andreas Koshtan. Spedazzling, bro? Spedazzling, yes, spedazzling. What what the hell was that? I couldn't, couldn't, like, show people how spedazzling works, so I had to just say it. Oh, okay. Word. Yeah, what up, man? Yeah, Yeah, we back, we back. Got another episode for you guys this week. I know it's been a little hectic past week and a half, you know, kind of been flip-flopping on our release, actually, uh, because we had some technical difficulties, so we pushed back a podcast. Um, you guys were hitting us up on Twitter, but we responded. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you guys are, are waiting for it and, you know, wanting it to come out. But, yeah, we just got we just got hit with some stuff. So it was an unblockable. We couldn't do anything about it. So we just pushed it to the next week, and then we're following this schedule now. So we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. So we got a podcast this week. Next week will be... You know the download, the, the the data gathering, and then following week we we'll, we get back on and release. But this is number forty one, and we just gotta say shout outs to everybody who uh, did a great job in supporting us on iTunes and making us a five star show. Now, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we've been we've already you know not to toot our own horns, we've five already stars. been hitting a five star show. Um, it's just we've been getting more reviews. So yeah, appreciate well, you guys doing that. No comments. That's cool. I appreciate. It. You want to stay anonymous? It's all good. You show what some love. To, what did they used to do in uh, wrestling? We'd be like five time, five time. We used to do that. It'd be like world, world champion wrestler. Like who used to do that? I forgot who used to say that all the time. Bro, was you, it Booker T? I maybe. I am not sure. Grass, yeah, I think grass, it was Booker T. Here with me, bro. I think it was Booker T. Yeah. Word. Well, yeah. That's how I feel right now. Now that we got those five stars. We we five stars. We five stars, which is good. But yeah, once again, yeah, thanks a lot for the support. We appreciate it. Keep keep pumping them out, man. We love to hear the feedback most of all. Uh and what you guys are, you know, want to see in it, you know, like what you know, think that we're lacking in, what we can improve on. You know, tell anybody that's listening, yo, just submit a just submit a quick, you know, rating and then hit us up on that. We're always down for for uh feedback but yeah so this is recording march 13 2017 this is before the great blizzard of 2017 in our area right now <laughs> everything's locked down bro i don't got work tomorrow i'm ready to just go in do what i gotta do and get you know and, and get the, the ball rolling so far they told me to come in damn that's how i look at it <laughs> yeah well i mean shoot man the switch has all but consumed this, uh, this mean, place over here zelda's look. no joke are you guys right sitting now. in separate rooms just hitting hitting switches the whole time? I got to play. It's interesting, man. It's, yo, the, bro. The snippets it, game I like the most. All, all I got to say is it is if Dark Souls and Skyrim had a baby. Oh. And then and then Link was the stepfather. That's that's it, literally what the game is. It's kind of wild. Hands down. People weren't even practicing for tournaments. Old school Link. Old game. school Link. There we it's go. Sad. It's sad. Oh, yeah. It people, definitely fucked up some brackets. It fucked up some brackets. But yeah, en- <laughs> enough about that. Let's just going to jump right into it. We have... Plenty of stuff for you guys this week. Uh, we I know we uh, talked a lot about DLC last week. There's some people that missed the boat then, but they're actually showing up this week. We've got plenty of updates on Injustice and some good stuff in randoms. And Mez over here, he actually just came through from Final Round 20. His journey to Thuggery City, where the pop-offs guys. are ridiculous. Stay, stay, stay out of that section uh, of the FGC when you are trying to enjoy the, the whole tournament. Oh man, 
You guess wild. It, it was crazy, yo. I, I almost thought like somebody was going to get beat up. I thought somebody did get beat up at that point. Somebody probably did. But, but we'll save that for the travel segment. So you got your inputs and, you know, a couple little tips and tricks from Mez's little, little black pocketbook on what to do in these situations. So we'll get right into it with the game updates in Justice 2. Man, did we miss a week of shit hitting the fan. So we got character reveals galore. We've got uh, Green Lantern now being confirmed. Of course, Green Lantern was kind of more or less confirmed because of things like the, um, the, the, what is it? The, if you reserve the ultimate edition now, it shows that you get an actual skin palette of Jon Stewart. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that that's, new? That, that's, no, that's been confirmed from the get go. It's just that, you know, we haven't seen actual Green Lantern gameplay, which technically we still haven't. We've seen him now in the Shattered Alliances part two trailer that was released. That shows more of the storyline or the story mode aspects, cutscenes, and what is it? You know, little tidbits here and there on what you know the the, the heroes uh, are are, are going to be coming up against in this new game, uh, the new threat and all that. But in it, you got to see Green Lantern actually come back, and like I said, yet once again, a little snippet of him. You know, what's his deal? The Guardians have given him him back a ring, uh, and he's telling Batman he needs to trust the Guardians. You know, he can understand why they won't trust him, but trust the Guardians because the ring means something. He went through hell and back to get it, or to even let them give him one. And you get to see uh, also, you know, cutscenes of uh, Atrocitus and a Red Lantern ring actually consuming him for a little bit, and him, I guess, uh, kind of going against it. You know, like I say, it wasn't much. It was very vague, but we got to see a lot of stuff. We got to see Zoom. Professor Zoom was actually in the cutscene, so he is an entity in the actual game itself. He isn't just some skin that the Flash can turn, you know, get changed into some premium palette. Uh, so yeah, Green Lantern has been shown, and even his super was also shown, which doesn't lie with the super that is in the mobile game. So it's safe to say now that the mobile game has been pretty on t- on par with what's being released in the console so far. And then some other interesting things in the background, like. Uh, in a, in a certain cutscene where you see Grodd, Gorilla Grodd, uh, in some sort of speech or some gathering, he has villains behind him. If you look to the right, you actually get to see Captain Cold there. He looks very different. There has been no other cutscene with him in it. They just show, you know, they just showed a little glimpse of him. Uh, he doesn't seem to have his freeze gun. Looks like it's his gauntlets, which is another variation of what this character has been designed over the years. He's actually had this. Uh, another one was Green Arrow. Green Arrow showed up in a cutscene behind Batman with uh, Black Canary. So, you know, Green Arrow. And and also they show, like, his animation to his super, but not his full super. Uh, if you look at just, you know, there's a couple of snippets here and there, just like a second or two of it. But no gameplay. Uh, so, yeah, he's in it. So that's good. And it kind of confirms that most likely that this is this, the Green Arrow that was then put with uh, Black Canary, that, you know, Dr. Fate took Black Canary to this other dimension after she battled Superman and was left for dead after getting heat beams through her stomach. She was brought to another dimension by fate as a, I don't want to say a reward, but as a like, you know, hey, look, I know you've been through shit. Because she's, throughout all the characters there, she has gone through the most crap between having Ollie get killed by Superman. She just had a kid when that happened and Superman knew um, with how Jordan also betraying them and being part of Superman's regime. Um, that that set things off for her and she was playing a big part, especially in the comics. You don't see this in the game, guys. This is all in like the year ones, year twos, year three comic books where she plays a big parts in it with Batman and in setting up the resistance and just being one of like the commanders of it and and just playing a big part, like I said. So I guess yep. those two get dragged back in. 
a lot of this sounds like it, if you compare it to like the Marvel world, it's almost like how they set up the whole Infinity World, the Justice, like how Justice League is set up is how same um they set up the whole you know Marvel Alliance leagues and all the different just you know different things. Yeah, it's kind of similar, but I love how at least for this story, it's it's kind of like you can go way back and you can see it was already pre-written. Yeah, that they knew they were going to be at this point. Yeah, so it- I I got to give them. Pretty much a round of applause for that. Um, that's yeah, no, it's crazy in its I'm, own. I'm right there with you because I'm happy that they developed because the comic books are really good. They were some, actually they might still be the best selling digital comics that DC's had for this this long. It's been you know several years now since Injustice One came out, and there was a lot of groundwork, a lot of foundation work for it. Was more than Superman kills Joker. Five years pass. Here comes the Injustice One story mode, and that's it. No, those five years dictated what happened to a lot of characters. Uh, motives, um, their fates, no no pun intended on that, uh, and, and just overall the arc that some of them took to, to be where they're at in the game. And it answers a lot of questions, but then, like I said, it's, it's left a lot of groundwork that they could pull from this lore now that they've created, this storyline they've created to then add to make Injustice 2 that much better. Instead of it just being a continuation, now we're just we're pulling back, we're reaching back and grabbing characters that weren't seen in Injustice 1, that had big parts or that had, you know, were, were talked about or hinted at now that you can see them come out in full fledged, which is great. Cause then it's going to give it an awesome story. Cause another realms is known for that now. Like, you know, it was, you know, yeah, there were Mortal Kombat creators and of that whole series and all that and pioneered that. But since nine, their story modes have been, they have upped the, the bar. They have set it for fighting games to have these really good story modes that with like some great character arcs, great narrative, and just overall kind of just, uh, what can I say? It's it's I don't want to say accomplishments. Fulfilling. There we go. Fulfilling endings and stories. Uh, since MK9, so MK9 X and Justice, they've all had great stories. So I'm like I'm like super stoked because they're reaching back to their own lore that they've created with Indian in the DC realm to make what Injustice Two is gonna be. With of course fan favorite characters. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm ranting. I'm supposed to be talking about what character reveals are going on. So so uh, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Captain Cold. Uh, there is a Big speculation, actually, in that same scene that I was talking about with Captain Cold being on the right, if you look to the left, there's another character actually standing with them, but you can't get a clear glimpse of this character. You just see like a coat, kind of like a brownish or a red mask on. Um, Hasn't been showing up anywhere else, but everyone's losing their, their minds. They're going like, oh my God, it's Red Hood. Red Hood's on the podium with them. If everyone else is like, well, the other side of that coin is, no, that's Scarecrow. Because Scarecrow mm. is... One of the rumored characters from that leaked list, and guess what? Scarecrow's in the mobile game, and Scarecrow's wearing a white coat with a brownish type mask. So, some people are leaning towards that. Some people are saying no, it's Red Hood because it looks kind of different. It's literally in like a frame or two. You can't, you don't really have much to go on. But you know that right now, that's kind of the debate that's happening. I think personally, it's Scarecrow. I agree with that. I I think it's Scarecrow because um, I I looked at the picture myself. It looks more like a brownish mask. Um, and yeah, it kind of in, in the white coat, it doesn't look like it's like a coat with some white lining. It just looks like it's a white coat, like a white lab coat. And that's what he wears. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Scarecrow. Sorry, guys, if you thought that was Red Hood, though, I still believe Red Hood's going to be in it. And we have actually a little article that might actually have proven that later on in the random section. So besides that, there's one more character and it was just announced today, earlier today. So on the YouTube channel, Up, Up, Down, Down, they have an exclusive release. Uh, for Firestorm. 
So Firestorm has made the cut. He's in Injustice. He looks cool. A little underwhelming in my in my uh, opinion. They they showed his super move. They showed somewhat of his trait. They didn't do like a full um, watchtower kind of breakdown. Yeah, it wasn't. Like 16-bit was in the back. He was showing it, but it was only like a little bit. And the trailer was, it wasn't showing anything that you didn't already see. So he's got like a Raiden-esque like torpedo move. He's got really fast projectiles. He, his flames turn blue with his trait. I don't know what it does, but I must, it looks like it enhances and has his fire-based abilities. Mez is also dying right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's that's from the weekend sickness. He's got that Atlanta fever. Um, just to actually add on to what you were saying, mm-hmm. he's he reminds me of Shazam. Not much to him. Very straightforward and simplistic. I think he's going to be one of those characters that nobody really cares to play at the end of the day. But might be annoying because like Shazam, Shazam had some pretty ridiculous Oki stuff going on with those command grabs and like left rights with his torpedo setups and stuff. Annoying. Not the greatest character though. You know, does well. It's gimmicky, but you know, well, we won't know until obviously the game comes out, but Hey, Firestorm is in. People have lost their damn minds. They've been presenting, you know, they've been, you know, hawking at Ed Boon, like, hey, we want Firestorm, we want Firestorm, Firestorm, just as much as Red Hood, and, you know, you oblige. And I think now this, make, this makes that leak list damn near perfect at this point. His grab is literally Raiden's grab. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Yeah, it's it's yeah, the it's, exact same thing. It's it's kind of Raiden. So, I mean, hey, it can't be helped. It happens. You know, these guys, we, we're, we've known to talk about it and see it. Some things get recycled because, you know what, it works. It might be an archetype that might just work with this character. Um, and you might just see like almost like an homage to previous characters from this company as well. So they they they'll just be like, let's sneak a couple rain moves in there to make it seem you know to show people that it was us that did it. And people deal. have to remember MK MKX is kind of fading out. It a lot of the cells kind of went back. There's a lot of returns. Yeah, they didn't do as well as they planned in the beginning. So yeah, they're gonna try to get their MKX just in general their fan base from MK to jump on the Injustice bandwagon, I think making things a little similar might just help. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was the same with Black Canary. She is like a Sonya uh, clone, basically. Not exactly, but she's very Sonya-like. She even has a little siren grenade thing that shatters and makes you stun, just like Sonya's demolition mode and stuff. So, yeah, it can't be helped. It's just, you know, like you said, a part of it is, I think it's just them doing what they know, and just taking it to the next level. And two, you're right. There's a fan base that they want to bring over. At the end of the day, this is business. They want to sell as many units. Sometimes maybe seeing characters that someone might relate to or like seeing or play style that they enjoy translated to another game will then pull them to then go buy this $60 game. Can't, can't knock on it. Can't knock it at all. So on top of all this, there was a nice little gear loadout video that PlayStation Access came out with. It's called Seven Things You Need to Know About Gear. And it's just them breaking down um, a lot of the questions that people have had or maybe the most common questions that people have had and they're being answered there, talking about loadouts and microtransactions and how are you getting gear. Uh, It's actually not a long video. I suggest you guys go check it out. Like I said, seven things you need to know about gear on the PlayStation Access YouTube. It's only a couple minutes, but it's some pretty primo stuff there that will probably put some people's minds to rest knowing, you know, for one, you you don't pay for for gear. You cannot use real cash to buy chests or or gear parts. You know this isn't Hearthstone. You're not buying packs or Overwatch. You're not buying you know boxes. 
This you you earn it all from playing the game, which is great yeah. because it rewards you. As long as they don't do what Mortal Kombat did when I had to go through the crypt. Please don't do that. The crypt is do yeah. The crypt is MK seven. I like the crypt. The crypt was awesome to a certain extent. It was awesome. This the jump the scare time sucked, thing, but. the time thing, like okay, I like the crypt in general, the idea, but the execution was really poorly because when you had to find specific, very specific things that were time based. Oh yeah, some of that stuff no. got ridiculous. No, chill. Nobody has that much time. Right? <laughs> I ain't got time for that shit. And look, I'm trying to actually play. I, I think it's actually really cool because. It's what every other game failed to do. Like Cross Tekken failed to do it. Um, Soul Calibur was very good with it. They actually did a very great job on um, in Soul Calibur three. I spe- actually it was four specifically. Um, you could buy, you could play the game, get armor, and play a quest mode. And through the quest mode, you would actually get like different armors, different weapons for your custom character. This is how I like the game to be played because then I can play the game by myself and enjoy other aspects if I'm not a competitor. That's how I like things sometimes. Not everybody wants to play a fighting game. Just saying. Yep. Basically. Um, so, yeah. Wait, what part was that? Oh, yeah, Gears. <laughs> so, yeah, go, go check that stuff out. And yeah, that's actually all we have for Injustice 2 right now. Uh, I believe, I don't know if they've released another. To, to my knowledge right now, an, another date for a new character release, or at least a Watchtower stream, there might be one this week, I think Thursday, I, I, I do believe. I, I'd, have to, I'd have to verify. But this, I mean, this just happened, you know, the Firestorm release was earlier today, so I don't know if they're going to do one for it this week. And the same week, we're just let it, you know, let it simmer there and let everybody just look at it for a week and then do another stream. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, KI. Not only did final round happen, but uh, you know the KI Cup happened this weekend. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I don't think anybody really wanted to. That was that <laughs> final round. I, I mean, like we 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 were getting the updates. Don't get me wrong, KI is it's it's exciting to watch. Um, and I think this weekend was, from what I've heard, it was very over the top. I got to watch a few of the matches actually uh, when I had some free time and you know pulled it up. But um, yeah, man, they they were a lot more hyped than I thought they would be. They were, you know, popping off, taunting. You know what? This was the pop off week. Yeah, weekend. it was. This was the pop off weekend. I'll say it that way. And I think it started at KI Cup. They they inf- definitely infected everybody. Yeah. So first of all, F three sleep. He is the current World Cup champion. Uh, Rico Suave, who I believe was last year's. I'm pretty sure. Last year's was yes. Was that pretty? I said last year's was. I believe. I'm yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure. Right. I, I don't know if I'm confusing World Cup with uh, with Evo, but oh, it's so confusing. Yeah, I know. But um, but Rico Suave made it. He was in the top eight. He tied for seventh. You know, at first you're like, oh man, I guess he wasn't practicing. Look, this actually the uh, I could just bring it up right now because we're gonna bring it up in randoms. But that's not bad for a guy who got disqualified round one. Well, yeah, he was a champion last year, so he got this. That's probably why he also had a big, big stint from, about it. From from losers, he went all the way up to top eight from the get go. Um, we'll we'll talk a little more about that because there's some there's some people that that there's like some small debates going on around it. So we'll bring it up then. So on top of that, we also had a new character. They're kind of pulling a little bit of a Street Fighter, a little Capcom thing going on here. But uh, 
Shin Hisako has been announced. Uh, so if you, you if you have any idea of what Shin means, or you've even heard of that term at some point, you can only if you're if you're pretty prevy to fighting games, you know that that just means there's a powered up version of somebody. So Hisako, she's got this is like her new version, or a, it's a separate character, but it's the same character but with new move sets, different play styles. She looks fun. Meza, 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 cool, don't, Meza don't think so. Meza thinks she's straight I, ass. I, I think this is like, this is one of those characters you just, like I said before, this is one of those characters that I, I expected it to be just like a Shadow Jago or something. Yes, she has different moves. Yes, her moves are kind of cool. She's boring. There's nothing what? new about this character. She, tele- I really tele- don't teleport see cross up. Oh. I, I grab mm-hmm. you, your curse, and now I have a marker on you for me to teleport on you. Kind of that's that's not fun. Uh, I mean, uh, I have I have a through. What is it? A, there's a, nothing a cut inter- through move? intriguing about her. She's not new. She's not like really original and innovative. It's just like we decided to give her teleports and slice throughs, like any character that has a sword, and that's a samurai. And I'm kind of bored. I'm I like don't get me wrong. She seems like a cool character to yes play, but in the all ends aspect of it, I would never pay money to play this character. Damn, I would never like we I would critical not, like, here today. I'm, I'm getting critical because right now this, all the games are dropping new characters or characters that were originals and mm-hmm. reworked now. This character is a bullshit character. Damn. I'm sorry. I, I'm not gonna be nice about it. Because we usually are pretty, we're lenient from time to time, and, and we're lenient on Colin because she's actually innovative. She's a little different. She has some similar moves, but she's a cool character. This character is like they were just they were confused what they wanted to do. They're like, well, we have a character in mind, but we have to release something. So let's release another character. Of a character we already have. <laughs> and just give her different moves. You think it's a little lazy? A little? They didn't... They just made her stand a little bit more straight. <laughs> like, my God. I, I'm sorry, man. It, it's pissing me off because, like, from somebody who likes to design games, this is, like, a, a cheap way of pumping out a character for the the things that aren't even the problem with the game. There's no problem with the characters in the game. There's no problem with uh people the way the game looks or the way the game you know sounds or anything but there's a lot of problems with the game the way it plays and i think that in order for the game to be better even for viewership stop pumping out crap crap characters at this Mm. point they've done a great job with characters don't give me any more shadow characters i want shadow orchid i want shadow tg combo (coughs) stop god give me brand new characters shadow fulgore like at this point all I'm seeing is is a character, like I said, has a lot of similarities from other characters in other games that are very rot, rinse, wash, repeat. If I want, if I want Virgil in my game, I'll ask for Virgil in my game, but I don't want Virgil in this game. Well, you're getting them. It's a tough break. Yeah, and people are gonna pay for yeah her. Pay so, for it, yes. But no, overall, it's 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 a character that is looks like fun. I will say. Not as innovative, but I'll give it a shot when she comes out. I'll play her. I'll give my real, you know, my real thoughts on it. 
But I, for now, I'm sticking to what I'm saying. First impressions, you're just like a no go. Okay. Um, I just, I wasn't, I was thrilled when I saw the the trailer that didn't have her in it or her name. Mm. When we had like the one slice, I was like, oh, this is going to be dope. A samurai character. And I got Hasako, Shin Hasaka. <laughs> you were like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I've talked with people in the cat community and they were just like, uh, okay. <laughs> we we gotta like who we the hell character asked nobody this? wanted exactly. Eh, well, so. we'll see how it goes. You know, it's 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 these are just impressions right now. So you know, you could be doing a one complete one eighty, and then everyone you have my permission to yell at Mez and make fun of him if he's all like, "Yo, this character is the bomb." Son. I absolutely agree, and all that. By junk. all means, yeah, just rip him a new one. But yeah, so. New KI champion, new character, and actually a new patch coming out tomorrow. At the, well, okay, at the time of this recording, this should be getting released on the 14th. The same day you're hearing this, patch 3.7 will be coming out, and there are plenty of changes. With with the KI you know, World Cup now behind us, obviously we have things like Evo and some other tournaments as well, like CEO and such like that. Um, they're tweaking. It's like the perfect time for them to tweak it up because for them, you know, KI World Cup was what, what was their main focus? It was their Capcom Cup, basically. So now they're kind of having the free range where they can patch out and fix some things now instead of doing it so close to their biggest event. Um, I've checked the list, and it is long. So uh, I think you can head over to Event Hubs. They have a, a solid listings of like most of the changes, and it seemed like everybody was getting hit. So it's just it's just a, a free for all. So we'll see. And I wonder if some of this stuff is also just a. I'm assuming most of the stuff is actually to to prep for her as well to maybe fix some things that maybe she mm. would be taking advantage of when she gets dropped, which will be uh, March 21st. So it will be in one week from this podcast release. I'm actually curious to see if that's going to take, if they're going to allow that to take full effect for uh, combo breakers since combo breakers really huge for uh, KI2. Uh, yeah, that, that you are yeah. correct on that, sir. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. As usually, you know, the one month, one month is the, the leniency period. So if it's within a month, I think it usually rocks. If it's like, you know, obviously a week or so, they don't they they just stay on the previous patch if they can. But, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. So Street Fighter 5, man. So we don't have a super ton with Street Fighter 5 because uh I mean, there's been some great matches going on right now. Uh final round was no different. We had Topanga League that went off. Nemo took that one. It's pretty wild. Uh, Daigo's getting body left and right. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I'm sorry. I feel bad for him because he, you know, he wants to make the switch, and people are giving him a lot, a lot of crap for it. Yeah. Well, we'll say we'll talk about that final verdict yeah. um, in randoms. Uh, so yeah, Colin is 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 making her making her stretch. Did anyone like? I, I didn't see full top, no top eight. 16. No top sixteen. Colin still too early. Um, Lud made it into top twenty five, top thirty two with her. With her. Yes. Wow, Lud, her Lud, is, Lud is playing her, her, huh? He officially dropped Chun-Li, wow. 100% playing her. Um, really? I did watch a lot of his matches. I, I would say, yeah, he's, he's doing it, man. She's she's one of those characters right now. People are not sure how to prevent themselves from completely just drowning in pools with her. Because uh, she has a lot to her. And I think that's the scary part is right now she just... There's a lot of development. She's rapidly learning. They're learningly dropping tech for her, but people are getting blown up for it because they don't know any of the matchups 
of how how people can get out of it. So once they get hit, they're just like never doing that tech again. What so, is it? Standing forward is like a ridiculously good uh, button. Yes, there's some, there's some really good uh, videos stand, that show like forward. she just like bodies like a lot of characters. Yeah, stand um, stand strong is really good. Yeah, it's yeah. like she has a lot of good. Her buttons are like Karen's. Her buttons are definitely like Karen's. It's like Karen's um, or 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 Cammy's just severe. slower. Yeah, just yeah, slower. But she hits like a truck. Yeah, dude. She's cool. Yeah, so so a lot of tech, a lot of I, I checked. There was like dozens. Like this is just literally like dozens of combo slash tech videos have been hitting the 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 internet streets right now, and everything from MIDI setups to her V trigger OTGs, which is fucking insane. The fact that that's going on in a Street Fighter game, her her V trigger actually OTGs a character, so you can put on the pressure and get that stun meter frozen real quick, and then then your 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 opponent's just like not sitting right because now they have to worry about their stun bar even more, even if you're a full screen, which is crazy. So yeah, we're gonna be seeing a lot of good stuff. I think it's gonna be on the next tournament. The next tournament that comes out, um, next big one is that gonna be CEO? That's that's June though. I know I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring two months. I'm not sure what the next big tournament's going to be. For Street Fighter? Yeah, yeah. Um, To my knowledge, com- Combo Breaker is the next CPT event in Oh, line, that's right, yeah. Combo Breaker. Uh, which is in May. Okay. Oh, no, no, wait. I, th- I don't know if NCR is on the list as one, but if it is, then uh, North- NorCal Regionals will be a, a CPT tournament because... So usually SCR and NCR are. I don't know if it got pulled in, but I think it is this time. So that actually is in a month. So that'll be in April or early April. Okay. So most likely NCR then. All right. So I want to say NCR is when we're going to actually start seeing, I think, some more high-level play of her. Uh, they're going to start hitting the ground with her then. Yeah. Right now, it's still a little too fresh. Uh, I need to figure out where she really stacks up. The data needs to get put together and, and some people need to you know sit down with her and see what's up. But yeah, I, I think you're gonna we're gonna see a lot of her. She reminds me of DiCaprio as well. Like her moves, it's just oh, yeah. like the way she just kind of pummels you. But then she has like a dope projectile. Her V trigger is really good. Her counters are very Goken like too. So it's kind of like kind of wild as to you know what she can do. And she does good damage. And like I said, stun is like and even more of a factor with her because she's the only character that can manipulate it like that. So we 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 will see how that goes. So on top of that, May 26th, Ultra Street Fighter 2 Turbo, the final challengers, I believe that's what it was called, the sub the, the subtitle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we just wanted to put it out there. I mean, I got a switch. I'm not like aching to play it or anything like that. They've got some really cool features. They've just added like color modes and stuff. So some very like fun SNK uh, you know, when I SNK uh, CVS2 type things where you can make your own color palette characters and stuff. You can do that here, which is really dope. That's like a very old school thing to do. It's not a selling point. It's just I, something that they just added. I, I wish they would add that to every game. Oh, yeah, every, most definitely. Every fighting game should have it. Yeah, most definitely. But, you know, it being a 2D fighting game and stuff like that, I guess it's a little different. But what I, I, I don't think it could be that different. But whatever. That's coming out. Hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, I have Pokemon on here, but I don't believe there's anything going down with Pokemon right now, man. What's up with your scene? You guys are like, <laughs> you guys are chilling. No more. No, actually, we yeah. did have a we actually did have a patch. This is actually something crazy we found out this weekend. Um, so Japan has not had Umbreon and Sylveon this whole time. 
Japan hasn't or America hasn't? No, Japan. When we got 1.3 updated, we got Umbreon, Sylveon, and that actually like changes the game. Like what they do is uh Sylveon actually clears debuffs and uh gives you health. Um Umbreon pretty much makes you invul, creates a big circle and also around you and also negates uh critical hits. So Damn. Japan didn't have that updated in 1.5 for some reason. Some weird rollback, some weird craziness. They finally got the patch now. Oh, so it was a glitch. So they were originally in the game. It's just that 1.5. Oh, okay. So the arcade, they never had them. Oh, wow. They just, huh. in some reason, it, they just wasn't in the game. Nobody knows why. Were, <laughs> were they used like... Are they too popular assists? Yes, like, these are widely used. Uh, mainly Umbreon. Umbreon is like I was going to say Umbreon is kind of ridiculous sounding from what you just told me. I'll be honest. Umbreon shits on a lot of characters that rely on crits. So like characters like Garchomp, uh, it shits on Sceptile, it shits on like Apollyon. All these newer characters, it definitely hurt, hurts. Um, a lot of the older characters who who benefit off of big damage and crits, such as like Charizard and stuff like that. Yeah. So Umbreon, 1.5, they needed that. So now we're going to see a big difference in the, the Japanese play style. But that's something that's weirdly wasn't incorporated and they're just updating. Plus, we got a weird patch that fixed something that wasn't important. Dope. Well, shoot. There you go. Yeah. I, I, just, I didn't see any kind of article stating that. I don't even remember oh, hearing yeah. about, like, because you said we, Japan had 1.5 for a while now. Yeah, we actually, um, somebody heard about it in the Discord and heard about it from one of the Japanese players. It, it was just, like, something really small and under undermined. Like, nobody even thought about it or even saw it. So, it was a little weird. It's one of those things. One yeah. of those little weird things that we heard over the weekend. There you go. And well, we're, we're still waiting for 1.5, though, right? Yeah, that's going to be forever. Damn. Well, as as we stated, 1.5 will come in two years. And somebody said, yo, just wait until one po- you know, wait until my character gets this buff. We said you're gonna be waiting four years for like 1.8, 1.9. Damn. So, Get bodied, son. Eh, we're not worried about it. We're just waiting. Yeah, just play the game. Um, so Marvel, the versus series, we actually have some updates, but it isn't on infinite. Uh yeah, infinite updates are kind of becoming a scares they're kind of pulling another realms kind of deal where they're just laying underground for a while and then waiting for the opportune moment to be like yo bam here's all these characters because there's just so much going on right now and on top of that maybe they didn't want to ride the wave with uh or share any of it with injustice but i mean i don't know what they're waiting for they're i i don't know either but it's the marvel series it's always been like weird um but yeah, so so this is more community stuff that's kind of for the updates. We could technically put this in randoms, but it's kind of stuff that, that I feel like we, you guys should hear about. First of all, the mods are coming. Like I freaking called it. Like, you know, it, 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 Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is now on Steam. It is on PC. And the most primitive mods are happening already. And this is the same thing that happened in Street Fighter 4, and it is character swaps. So, so characters are being swapped out. Their models are being changed, or rather, the move lists are being changed to other characters. So, there are some videos that have surfaced where we got Doctor Strange as Mike Hager. So he's he literally has the he's he's got all the Mike Hager like data of like how the character should move and the move sets, the animations. 
and it's freaking hilarious. Arthur was another one that was shown, and he was being and he was Sentinel. Yo, if you want to laugh, just go watch these videos. You guys gotta see the Dormammu one. What's the Dormammu? What's the Dormammu one? Dorm Dorm Sentinel. Dorm 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 Sent uh, Dorm Nintendo or something like that. Oh Oh my god, it's it is ridiculous, guys. He literally when he uh does his like big boot, he's in a chair. He's actually in his chair. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I thought it was really interesting. And somebody also went out of their way to do a Thor one that uh he was Shumagarath. Thor and Thor is mm-hmm. Awkward. Just awkward. Really yeah. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those things they tested it. Oh, no. It was, oh, no. Like, it was, yeah, it was Thor this. Akuma. Yeah. I'm just, I was just yeah. pulling up the video. Yeah. It just completely glitches out. Which, <laughs> the lightning right from <laughs> oh, the Oh, my Batman. God. I just saw it. Well, yeah. I could see it. It's, um, you know, what, like I said, even when the mod started with uh, in Street Fighter 4, like when they did, like, say, Sakura switching moves with Zangief. Yeah, that didn't fit too well because Geef's like character model was just so huge that her character model just like acted all kinds of weird and sporadic and all. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too surprised. It's not going to be perfect, but the the best part is that this is the start of it. This is where it begins. So we're only going to see like more awesome stuff happen from here. So you know, just give it a little bit of time. Let the community get. It's it, it's foothold down, get the system a little more down packed, and then we're gonna start seeing some really awesome stuff. I can't wait for the costumes, dude. The costumes are gonna be so godlike. The color palettes are gonna be godlike. The music, it's gonna be like Marvel Two all over again. Like modding it on the Dreamcast and and loading a, a safe state that alters the the game files. Oh my goodness, this is gonna be such a throwback. And uh, I, until Infinite uh, comes out, they're gonna be playing it, and they're gonna probably play the modded version because it's PC and PC will be a little more optimized. I think I think it'll run a little bit better. Actually, they still stay. For some reason, Xbox 360 is still better. What? From what we've heard, Xbox 360 and the PC version, they are similar, but there are still the issues with the slowdown stuff. Really? So there's, it's the whole slowdown with the, the animations on uh, Supers. They're mm. saying still is there. They're, they were hoping PC would have fixed that. I'm not worried about it. I'm waiting for... Somebody who's smart enough to hit the mod section and yep. be like, yo, we've been waiting for this cutscene's gone, and you know, all these animations, phew, gone. Easy. So I mean, in all actuality, I, I would love to see Marvel move to PC. That would just be awesome. Like officially, I think I the- think I think all fighting games need to move to PCs. <laughs> we need to get some more sponsorships up in this bitch. You know what? I've been seeing a lot more sponsors that are PC based. So yeah, I just saw somebody have Logitech. So, and I know Logitech has like headsets and stuff like that, but I mean, some of them are sponsored. I talked to them. I was like, so how does it work for you? And they're like, well, you know, we get some actual PC based stuff because we have to stream and whatnot. But I was yeah. like, yo, that's important. We need to keep going that route. So hopefully, you know, Marvel now, well, I, I don't know. Marvel's going to die out soon. And even from Chris G, he stated, personally stated to me, he said, yo, man, um, like, MVCI is going to be better because, you know, Marvel is already dead. Like, this game is trash now. And, and I, I have to say, I quote him when he says this. He said, everyone in the community is getting is bad. And even himself is getting worse at this current game. Mm. So, you, when the highest level players are saying there, are, there is no more improvement, from even the the original players and the newer players, 
and it's being seen, yeah, I mean, it stops being uh it stops being a show that we put on and it starts being very, you know, dull and, and bad to watch. So, and you want to see everybody at their highest, you know, peak play. So, that was really interesting hearing from Chris himself say that. Yeah. Well, you know, the guys that play Marvel don't like Marvel. Nah, nah, I'm not. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. But it's it's their opinions. We'll see how it goes from there. But I'm just stoked that it's on PC and that we're gonna see all kinds of really dope shit. That's all. Yeah, I'm just waiting for that one character that I've always wanted to see put into the game and somebody reanimate the, all of the characters' moves. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, cool it's, it's gonna be so ill. It's gonna be so ill. So on top of this, uh, so speaking of Marvel support, we have the Curly Circuit that was being that was announced. Uh, I believe it was like. I think it was like on the, the, the six or something like that. So a new tournament series entitled The Curly Circuit has been announced in collaboration with IFC Yipes, Persia, Bear, Kinder Party, That Gaga Guy, and BT Angelic. This community-driven circuit will allow players to, in North America to compete in weekly, monthly, and regional major events for points. So basically, it's a seed, it's a circuit with, with seeds and, and placements, which is good. So just like uh, in Capcom Pro Tour, uh, certain tournaments that depending on the way the curly circuit's going to go depending on how many entrants there are gives it a certain tier for that that tournament so it's going to give out a certain amount of points for because of how many entrants there are and they have the the event hubs is holding it the the actual chart i don't know if it's on ifc ips site as well because i know he has his own site which he promotes things as well but uh this is where we saw it from we saw oh, it at i have it right now um so a C tier a C tier event is sixteen and thirty two entrance, which is two hundred points. Mm-hmm. 80, 40, 30, 20, 10, 10, 5, 5. Uh B tier is thirty three to sixty four entrance, four hundred points. Uh one hundred sixty eighty, one hundred sixty, eighty, sixty, forty, twenty, twenty, ten, ten. And guys, when I'm saying this, all the way from the one hundred sixty down or any high numbers down, it's basically first place all the way to eighth place. Uh a A yeah, tier is eight. yeah. So top eight, yeah. 65 to 128 entrance, 600 points, 240, so on. And then uh, S tier, uh, which is the highest, is 129 plus entrance, 1,000 points for, you know, top three, 400, 200, 150, 150, and so on. So there's a lot of points as long as people keep showing up. Yeah, so they're going to be taking the top eights and whoever obviously accumulates after the whole quote-unquote season of the circuit is done, then they get, go to the curly finale, which then they compete for the top spot. I can only imagine this is going to last only one year. Yeah, I mean, not not to say that's a bad thing. Like, you know, it's not going to work or anything. It's just that... um, With a new game coming out... Yeah. And... We don't even know how it's going to turn out at this point still. It's a lot of ifs, yeah. but it's... The fact that it's happening is good. Because you want that support. You want that um that that goal for them for for you know people that have been putting all that time into the game to kind of strive for something and prepare themselves for the new one to also accept it. It's it, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's a little late, but I know there were reasons why things like there haven't been a lot of curly tournaments like last year or so because there was just so many CPT events and. It was in a video where Yipes kind of went in about it. It was around the time where it was like the Evo. You know, trying to find out if it's whether or not it's going to make it to Evo and all that kind of deal. So I think it's like an idea that it has been there for a while. It's just unfortunately, it's all about timing, really. Like, you know, you can have this great idea for a tournament or whatever, but if you don't have the proper timing, you can't execute it at the best moment for you. Like, and you don't, you know, you don't take that into consideration. It's just going to fail from the get-go. So 
the fact that they're doing it, it's kind of cool because it's going to keep the hype going for Marvel until Infinite happens, considering this drought is happening now and no one's really you know paying attention to it. It's a way to just, like I said, it's kind of to transfer it over to Infinite down the line. Uh, but, you know, it's it's also to keep what we know and what people are enjoying on the up and up and not letting the game just straight up die, like, you know, instantly. So, yeah, you know, props to them for doing it. Can't wait to see it because we're going to see all kinds of weird stuff. I'm already seeing in the Marvel tournaments that are streamed, you know, weird team compositions are running more often than the, the usual top tier ones, which is great. And that's always fun to see. And new players are coming out. You know, they got to maybe they're just dipping their toes in and they're showing that they can do, you know, play well. And whether or not it's at the end of the game, it could help them transition into the new one when it drops and everyone will be on the same playing field. So speaking of not being on the same playing field, Eddie motherfucking Gordo has been announced for Tekken 7 and the button mashers rejoice. You guys are going to get so mixed up online. It's not even funny. I'm I'm never playing this game. I, I like officially like I, I thought I was gonna put a card in yet today for like round one, uh-huh. and I thought I was gonna go to round one. Uh-huh. I mean, like, granted, the big storm was coming. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to round one, and uh, then he was announced, and I was like, guys, I'm not going to round one anymore. <laughs> guys, I'm not, I'm not going. Why? Eddie motherfucking Gordo just got announced. <laughs> he, he got I'm announced with this the, game. My my card's gonna have. A, I'm gonna be a hundred to like one, right? That's gonna be my score. I'm gonna have beaten a hundred people. And then that one loss is going to be from that one damn person who decided to play Eddie Goro once he came out. And that's going to be me quitting, too, at the same time. Damn. I'm telling you, this character is... This character is... Look, okay. look man. I got I got love for Eddie because I remember playing him a lot in Tekken 3. It I was fun. Too. It was fun. It, but he, from what I understand, he doesn't have the greatest... Uh, he doesn't have the greatest reputation with people because of just, like, how cheap he could be at times. But it's it's... You know what? Whatever, man. More characters, the better. More content, the better. That's what, that's what I've always been stating. That's what I will always state. I will never turn down another character. I agree. He's free, too. So I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's but, Eddie, man. He's a staple yeah. in the Tekken, Tekken community, in the Tekken game. So you got I, to have him. Don't get me wrong. He's like... He's the great... He's a cool character when you're 12. Because everybody says, like, Damn. just block low because you know your friend's going to go low because he uses all the breakdancing moves. So, Capueta, mainly it's Capoeira. It's Capo- no, no. I just want to make sure people understand. I, I have to throw it out there, the the very generalized statement first. Because everybody says, <laughs> oh, that's a breakdance move. And I'm like, uh, Capoeira. But, hey, sure. If that's what you want it to be considered. Okay? So, <laughs> but, yes, Capoeira. And the thing is. Most people know his moves are low, mm-hmm. but he has a lot of high moves, and people don't know that. So when you're 12, yes, he is a very annoying character. But when as you're you 12, get older, 13, 14, yeah. 15, 16, <laughs> yeah, what you, you know, when you get older and you start learning the game, people start teaching you it. Yeah, you could block a few more of the things that aren't low, but he's still scary. All right, he's still one of the scariest characters since he came out. Tekken two, I believe. I believe. Tekken two. Yeah. I I think so. I, I honestly yeah. cannot remember. I thought it was I'm, three, I'm but no, he was definitely in Tekken two. I could, uh, I could, I could just be confusing him with. I go, I go to the break, and he's in Tekken two. Oh okay. damn! There you go. Well, that's what you gotta say. But yeah, so he got announced, and he will. He's not DLC or anything. He will be releasing with the console release of the game on June second. So the dreads will be flying. So I can't wait to see that shit online. I'm gonna see. He is literally gonna be like the Ken Plague of Vanilla Street Fighter four, uh, and it's wonder, just gonna be a shitload of them. I wonder how well he's gonna do at Evo. 
and who's going to pick him up and do and make it happen. Yeah, we'll see. I want to. I hope he's in top eight. That's gonna be fun to watch. I'll be good. All right. So, uh, Guilty Gear XRD two. Uh, nothing major other than the fact that we got a release date, May twenty fifth, for Japan. Hmm. So everyone here in the states and Europe can hold that shit because we won't get anything till later in the year. So yeah, we're gonna see Japan play it, and you know. Bike in the answer among whatever else they decide to release and all the tweaks and all the setups and all the tech. We're going to see it first on streams and the such, unless someone, you know, like E or something decides to import it over here, which I don't know whether or not they will because it's just a pain, but it'd be awesome if they did. But yeah, uh, May 25th in Japan. I'm looking forward to seeing all the awesome stuff and we can't wait to see what Biken is going to bring to the table and answer. Answer like, looks like a very interesting character too. So I actually want to give answer a try. A little bit more than Viking, because I kind of already expect to know what Viking's going to be able to do. But I kind of, I kind of want to see what answer. Does. I have been watching so much Guilty Gear, man. I, I'm actually going to probably end up picking up Revelator tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to hit up Cloud, and I'm going to be like, "Yo, I need a crash course." And I'm probably going to pick up Johnny firsthand, like just straight He's up, so good, straight up Johnny. Uh, I'm going to play some Potenkin because between what I see from FAB. Slash, uh, you know, Fab and Cloud play. He's so much fun. And maybe Dizzy. Dizzy or or Alfred. That's who he said, like, would also run my style. He said Johnny would be real, really up my alley from how I play. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. I might end up playing this game a lot more. I'll tell you, if anything, I'm not playing Leo anymore. Oh, yeah. He told me Leo, too. That's right. Leo's really good, but I kind of learned my lesson this weekend. He's simple. But I want to play something a little bit more aggressively different. And I think. But Leo's all about getting in Dizzy. your face, man. Well, I was playing Dizzy originally, and that's a whole other me. spectrum. Mm-hmm. I like to run away. I'm a little. I'm like a. I, I, I'm a little bitch when I like to play. Sometimes, yo, I was about to say that, but I was like, I don't want to call I, him out. Kind of didn't want to say it, but I mean, like, it's so much fun. Hit and run, hit and run. There you go. Hit, hit and run, and then set up, and then yeah. free. Like, yeah, come on. Man. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, so 25th, can't wait for it. Uh, can't wait for Homegirl Biking to come out because regardless of how what tweaks they give her, I'm gonna pick her up because I I have a lot of like experience and history with her. So yeah, that's my joint. Uh, Dead or Alive actually collabo gear with Guilty Gear is releasing tomorrow or by the time you so, hear this so, podcast today. So we finally did get an official date. Yeah, I I didn't hear anything about it, but then I actually did a quick uh, search for it and. Yeah, the fourteenth. That's when they're dropping, and they have a whole bunch of screenshots, and it all looks really awesome. Uh, the the outfit Valentine is just ridiculous on Honoka, and even the Disney one is kind of just funny to see on these uh, these characters, and you know, just in another you know render in- engine, like it, from it being two D to you know how XRD looks now in three D, but it's still very stylized. To like you know the DOA models, it's it's kind of freaky. It's kind of funny looking. It makes it me want to. It makes me out of place, but but it works out for them because them girls are very well endowed. So it all just fits together just nice, which is a good thing. So yeah, March fourteenth. By the time you guys are hearing this, go check it out. Bring it up on your P- uh, on PSN and make sure we're not liars, which we're not. <laughs> but KOF fourteen might be. You know why? Is Whip? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Whip was one of the characters people thought was going to get released. But um, yeah, Whip so, has been released or not? Excuse me, not released, but she's been announced. 
Is she is she the one one of those three amongst those characters that we were talking about? I don't believe so. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like they're liars so because I don't. I don't so think. Weird. Yeah, that makes me mad because she actually she has an original team. So I wonder if they're gonna throw her whole team in there. Uh, hmm. not sure, but uh, she's she she's part of. Wasn't she part of um with uh Leona and the other two? No, no, I don't think so. No, she was. She has this other team. It's with the little girl and another person. I believe. Okay, the only reason I thought Leona was because she has or like this a similar projectile. K-9. I think she's with K nine. Oh, okay. K nine and whatever that robot android guy is, or whatever. Um, I think it's like KOF uh, ninety nine or something like that, or something where she showed up and she's with three other, two other player, two other characters. Last um, I remember was two thousand. That's the last thing I remember. That's the last one I remember her was two thousand. Maybe it was two thousand two. I'm thinking she wasn't two thousand though. She might have been two thousand two. Is what I'm thinking of. But yeah, they they reached a little far on that one. Uh, if you're new to KOF, you're probably like, who the hell is this? But she's got some pretty awesome you know potential especially in what we saw in the dlc video uh but on top of that there's actually been you know you can go up at google or you know youtube uh combo videos of this character and there's some pretty awesome stuff so it could get you kind of hype if she's your playstyle. it seems like they ported her pretty pretty well pretty one-to-one from her you know previous incarnations uh but she looks good yeah i, I give it to kof they're honestly pumping out more characters and they're still doing a good job. Yeah, actually. yeah, we still got three more left. Um, there's no release date for her yet, though, either. So we don't know when she's gonna be dropping. But um, maybe you know, maybe they're gonna announce all the characters and maybe drop them all at once, which would be cool. Because I, I don't like staggering DLC like that. It's kind of like, all right, come on, come on. I like because maybe the third one is like the one you really want to play, and now you gotta wait till the first two. I like how Street Fighter Five did it. They left you know Jury and Yurian for like the last ones, and those were the two I really cared about. And yeah. everyone else was like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, doesn't 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 leave me feeling too good. But yeah, KOF. Hopefully they're doing that. They're gonna release all the DLC videos or you know announce all the characters first and then drop them all at once and then you go ahead and pick who you want. But yeah, that does it for the game updates, guys. Now we're gonna just hit up the. Are we gonna do randoms first? Or are we doing travel no, segment? We could do random search because travel segment is gonna be pretty. I'm gonna keep it pretty uh, short. Not okay. Too long. Okay, uh, so yeah, so we're going to hit up randoms of the FGC. This is when we're going to talk about what's happening in the you know, community cooler, the locker rooms, all that good stuff, uh, you know, behind the scenes, or just like, you know, small little events here and there that we couldn't squeeze into game-specific news because it might be something universal. Like, for what? Hori confirms that they are making an arcade stick for the Switch, which is awesome because this is literally moving forward on my mod that I have had in mind ever since the Switch was announced. So the Switch is very tiny. The Switch is, like, I have one. I've been playing it. It's actually very fun. Uh, if you've got the money to burn on a Zelda machine, go ahead and do that now. But I've always had the idea that, man, our arcade sticks, they're huge. Some of these arcade sticks are literally parts of what could have been in an arcade cabinet just get yanked off, and now you're just walking around with a USB cord to plug it into a console. And I'm like, yo, in this all this empty space or... In this specifically design space, could I possibly put a switch on on a rail, and and you know, yeah, just pull it through, you know, pull it like have it actually be in my 
stick, but then when I want to, I can pull it out and it be in a proper angle that I can just turn it on because, you know, that's the complete console right there. I don't need anything else. And then just start playing. Okay, the only fighting game right now that's going to be out for it will be Ultra Street Fighter 2, but it's just a proof of concept. Oh, and uh, um, ARMS. Is that the other I, thing? I heard ARMS is amazing. Yeah, ARMS. But that's not arcade stick compatible, I don't think. I don't think so. I think if they make anything, there's going to be a special, like, like how they did Dissidia in the arcade for Japan. Yeah. They're going to do a special controller. Oh, my God. If Dissidia made it to the Switch, that shit will sell. I just realized that. I just realized oh, that. But I don't really know if it much. will because it looks it looks like it, it looks like it's pumping out it's too much. Sony, like it might be Sony exclusive only on PS4 for now. Yeah, and also because of how it looks, like I don't think the Switch could actually like do that game because the Switch is uh, a very low power console. It's but it is three v three based game, so you that, never know. that could work out very well actually. Damn. So, all right. Anyway. Yeah, all right. Anyway, yeah. So Hori confirms an arcade stick for the Switch, which is cool. Um, so that means uh, it's another mod I need to do to my stick in order to play another console. Damn. So shout outs to Gumon because I'll be giving him a call. Uh, and uh, right behind that is uh, Mad Cats with their Tekken 7 stick. Uh, it looks phenomenal, actually. I like the art design for it this time around. Um, Mad Cats still pumping out sticks, even though their company's kind of going downhill still. I mean, I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. Yeah, I remember we but. did we did report on this that they have been showing a lot of losses and projected losses. And then I think I think the president of it left at one point. So those are all signs of a company that might not be doing too hot right now. Either they get bought out or they're going to straight up close up shop. But they're, I feel like on the way out, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to be making arcade sticks because that's what we do, bitches. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it does have a uh, Heiachi and uh Jin uh, Kazuya's mom on it. Um, but the cool part about it is they do come in two different colors. It comes in like this whole red and black theme and then this white and black theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also, so you guys are aware, it will release in June. It'll arrive in June, release, uh, I guess, when the game comes out, they're saying. So that's pretty something, it's pretty much something you want to just kind of keep in mind if you're investing into a brand new stick, should you wait, because it is for PS4 and PS3 only. So... That's up to you guys if you wanna if you wanna invest into a pretty cool new stick. Or the PlayStation. Yeah, mainly. <laughs> mainly. But yeah, so riding behind those coattails, there was a bit of an issue that happened with Tekken 7. Harada's been uh hitting Twitter up. He's been getting asked questions, but they're showing that there will be no cross platform game between PC and consoles for Tekken 7, which is a huge disappointment for a lot of people. Um Unfortunately, they said it's because it's not actually third party. It's not because of of Bandai Namco, or rather, it's something that has to do with Sony. It's first party. It's Sony and Microsoft. There, it's it's in their software somewhere, somewhere in the consoles. But I'm confused about this because doesn't Street Fighter Five let you fight between PC and like PlayStation? Yeah, I mean, I thought it did. I always knew it was. PS4, PC, mm-hmm. Microsoft alone. <laughs> but I, I don't. I, I really don't see why they're doing. Why they're not working on this right now? Because this is going to hinder sales more than anything. How do, you're going to split up people who want to play together indefinitely? Like I, I understand the whole Microsoft not working well with Sony type thing. We've always had that for years where we'll never see Xbox One and PS4 on the same 
or whatever those consoles are on the same uh, network. But we've always seen PC to PS4 or PC to PS3. So I'm kind of curious how things are going to work now and how Harada is going to actually keep his cells afloat. The game is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But the biggest thing is cross-platform. And cross-platforming right now is really big for Street Fighter. And that's how Street Fighter is getting a lot of their got a lot of their cells. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so, just, I just confirmed. Yeah, they, they they do have cross-platform. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of confused as to what problems it is that they're having. But yeah, there any and all questions and 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 complaints. He kind of followed up like, hey, listen, don't complain to me. Complain to these guys because we're trying to make it happen. We want to make it happen, but unfortunately, it's like they're they're being closed off. So bad news on that. It sucks, but maybe. Maybe down the line, a patch or something's gonna hit that can let them, you know, join the cross-platform race, master race kind of deal. At least touch greatness for a little bit. So, Panda uh, Global Gaming's picked up a new a new guy. Mm-hmm. This fucking this is this random dude from Street Fighter. I don't know. He plays Karen. Uh, he's he's won a couple of tournaments. I mean, you know. No big deal. So yeah, the boy Punk got us himself a sponsor, which is overdue. The guy's been on a rampage. He has defeated Justin Wong. He has defeated actually at final round. He has defeated Daigo, eliminated him. He has been. He has won Winter Brawl. He has won NEC. He has been at ESL and he has been taking their five hundred dollars every week. Whenever he shows up, he's been killing it. He is the alpha, as he says. He is the alpha. Uh, he Not did so he, much this weekend, though. This weekend he got twenty fifth, but hey, you he know what's 25th. funny? He got twenty fifth, and he fought against like the best Zangief in the yeah. world. That shit is not easy, first of all. Especially like, with his character. Yeah, that is not fucking a cakewalk at all. I don't know who else he lost to, but um, yeah, he definitely didn't lose to Flash because Flash came in 30, <sighs> 32, 33. Oh, it still had the audacity to talk shit on Twitter. I'm yeah. not gonna even say yeah, anything. It, it That's been, crazy. Yeah, yo. Duggery City this weekend. That's all it's been. People are talking mad caca. I don't know what Flash was doing, but you know, you don't. How you talk trash to some dude that did better than you? Like that's not a good look. I don't care. I don't care if you're like, haha. See, he wasn't winning everything. I'm like, bro, you're not winning a damn Anything. thing. That's like that's like, like him saying like, oh well, I played Vega. Oh, I'll still play somebody stronger. <laughs> okay, then shut the hell up. Like you play Vega, you don't even know what your character does. Some people, um, man. It is what it is. But yeah, so yeah, congrats to Punk. Uh, we're going to see him uh, this weekend at go, f- at go For Broke, actually. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, so yeah, you're going to see him before he heads out to the to the EV League then? Yeah, yeah. You usually see him at Go For Broke. So if he has enough time, he'll drop by as well because yeah. uh, it's good practice. He likes to leveling up people out here. You know, he's a Philly cat. So he likes to level up uh, 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 the local scene and all that, which is good because that's what you want to have. You don't want to just like have your best players like not be connected to the people around because that's how you grow. That's how everyone grows. But yeah, once again, you know, shout outs to him. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast. All I got to do is just hit him up and be like, yo, I want to talk to you. Oh, and don't forget, they also got uh, shout outs to PG for uh, actually getting the Funimation uh, sponsorship now. So they're super hella anime because they also have SKD and re-signed uh, Marlin Pie. So, oh yeah, the boy Marlin Pie. Su- super anime now. Yep. And you're probably going to be seeing them do a lot more stuff with that. So who knows? We might get some promo codes to be able to watch Funimation now. Yeah, let's see. They're cheaper. Yeah. Uh, Crunchyroll, baby. Uh, PAX East banned Fight 6 for... Yeah, explain Ooh, that yeah, to man. me. What the oh, hell man. happened there? No, like, I, I heard about this, about but I, like, I don't know why. This shit is... Uh, 
I don't know the full story. We got hints and glimpses of it as we're playing in tournament. But I, like I said, this is the craziest weekend ever, man. So some reason at PAX East, some, there was enough complaints in the tournaments that they said they don't want people playing arcade sticks, Marvel and stuff like that. Because <laughs> they give you an advantage. Oh, my God. I've never well, heard so much bullshit well, before. Well, shout outs to, to uh, Bug out there from, from Delaware. He, uh, he came out of nowhere and was like, you know what? That's fine. I'm still going to win with Pad. So, he won Marvel with Pad. And uh, progressively, more of the other games were obviously told you can't use Arcade Stick too. So, it, I get it. It's supposed to be fun. But, come on, man. It's a competition, right? When, when Justin stopped by in 2011, 2011 2010, and people were challenging him when Street Fighter first, you know, Street, Super Street Fighter Four was out, uh, and they had to play on the original Street Fighter Four. Uh, he was using arcade stick. Nobody complained. He went like a hundred and like two. Okay, so what's good? Why well, 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 we become pampered now? Is that what we are, guys? Seems like it, man. Seems like come it. on, come on. But some of yeah, it, it's the cat. No, I won't say they, everyone was casual, but it's like you know, it's just some people no. will, will have something to complain about. If you're casual, go pick up the stick and learn to not be so casual. Okay? You came to PAX East. You came to PAX East. You entered the tournament knowing that there was professional players there. Damn. No one escapes. No one escapes <laughs> unless you're in the, the comfort of your home, not online. There you go. Playing your friends. So. This is this this next one is funny because I kind of called it, and it's it's literally deja vu. So Daigo is apparently he's pulling a Super Street Fighter Four, and he is changing his main. For those that don't know, Ryu isn't exactly with the previous between the previous patches and all that, and how everyone's getting certain people getting buffed and certain things getting nerfed. Rue is uh, is not looking buns. too hot. He he's is buns, straight buns, fresh out the oven, ass. Garbage. Daigo looks like he's actually making the switch over to Guile. Sure. Which, you know what? Not not a big surprise. He has always been, he's always had a pocket Guile. If you actually look back at Daigo, Guile is not a character he is unfriendly to. Even when it comes to Street Fighter 2, he's always yeah. had a Guile. Yeah, and, he, used to, and, he used to main him. Yeah, and in Super Street Fighter 4, when that dropped, he went to Guile for a while. He either won Canada Cup or did something big at Canada Cup uh, one year, and his guy was always solid because it's just he is very fundamental based. It is all about controlling the space more than more than more aggressively than what. Um, okay, I won't say aggressive. In this game, it's more aggressively than than Ryu, but it it. I think he's. I he, feels like it's. He's getting. He feels like he's getting too handicapped now. Because Flash because of, Kick because actually of, is better than DP. Yeah, Flash Kick is better than DP. DP is no longer like Invo, like six frame Invo or whatever. Is it Flash Kicks though? Huh? Is, what, has it so. Flash Kick never always been? Flash Kicks had some weird invulnerability, but it's like nothing's changed. Yeah, but the fire game, Fireball game is much better with Guile as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it's, it'll. It'll. I think it's a good move. You have to adapt, and he obviously, you know what? With that, that also kind of states that hey, he wants to win. He wants to put bodies in in graves. He wants to put people down. If it means taking, you know, he's taking so many licks with Ryu that now he's like, all right, look, I got to change. If you got to change, you got to change. It's fine. There's no shame in that. I know Daigo is is synonymous with Ryu, and that's what he's always been synonymous with. But, you know, 
like I said, he's human at the same time. Sometimes you have to make those decisions. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to see what he's going to bring to the table because we've only got like two or three really good guys out right now between Dominion, Chris G, Mains him, and of course the current yeah. champ of everything, Knuckle Dude. Uh, you know, another guy to like, you know, stir the pot. Why not? Uh, I'll definitely say this. Uh, if anything, people should read his book. There's a lot of lines in there that'll tell people how this man thinks and why him switching from Ryu to uh, Gal is actually smart. Um, I personally, I've read some of the book and I get it. You know, sometimes what you think that that character loyalty that you think is going to help you be a better player, it, it, passion doesn't win you matches. I'll leave it at that. Passion doesn't win you matches. There you go. So uh, I'll let you guys think about it from there, and you could tell me what you think. But passion definitely doesn't win you matches alone. Alone, I'll say it that way. So, with that, with that being said, we have. Let me see what we got left on here. So, oh yeah, okay. So Red Hood supposedly has been accidentally confirmed. This is something that's kind of been in the in the. Uh, underground scene right now of injustice that's being passed around going like wow well these guys are saying it so there's a publication of a book called league of superhero games where it just talks about just how it sounds it's 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 superhero based video games kind of a history of or just an informative book about it and it has its own little section for injustice and in there for injustice 2 that's coming up they have some blurps in there as well saying like hey it's coming up it's following Injustice 1, this, this, and that. And one thing that says is that like it's featuring characters like this person, Poison Ivy, whatever. And then the final character that they're stating says Red Hood. So people took to Twitter. A couple YouTubers made some videos. But my take on it is I think these guys could have possibly outed it by mistake. No one did the good proofreading um, because I find it hard to believe that they would make such a specific typo, you know, you know, like I I can't think of too many other things you could typo when it means Red Hood. Um, So I think this all but confirms the character. I just don't know whether it confirms it as being one of the last characters to be announced or Red Hood's going to be like some DLC character, one of the nine. If it's one of the nine DLC characters, I will hate Nether Realms. But if it's one of the original characters that will drop with the game, I will love Nether Realms. But if we're talking money, I think he's gonna end up being DLC. Because they're gonna want to squeeze that extra fada la hala from everybody that wants to see Jason Todd split some wigs. But this was just a little interesting tidbit, you know. Did these guys really mess up, or you know, are they trolling? Not really sure right now. There's no, I don't think there's any confirmation on it. And we got a last little bit here. Rico Suave was disqualified from round one at KI World Cup. Hey Don't, man, show up on time. Th- thank you. Um, <laughs> the first thing I was gonna bring up was like, okay, why was he disqualified? He was late to his match, or rather, he didn't show up to his match, and he got disqualified. Don't know why. Hold on, hold on. Don't know why. Because if I give the benefit of the doubt, if there was an actual emergency, I could see that. Hey, there's... All right, I'm just putting things out. Hey, there was traffic. 
hey, I lost my stick or my shit just got stolen. I'm trying to find it. Um, though, don't get me wrong. All these kinds of things are things you should be worried about and should be taking consideration considering you are playing at the biggest KI tournament of the year. But the fact that the man took it, took that L from round one and made it to top eight shows, you know, that he is still a player to be reckoned with. Um, some people are taking both sides. They're like, oh, no, they shouldn't have disqualified him because, hey, shit happens. But then B, just like how Meza was pretty quick, like, yo, you should be on time. It's your fucking responsibility as a player. No one, no one here is supposed to baby you and make sure you show up or hold the tournament up. No, you don't get no special treatment no matter what, what player you are. I'm, I'm for both sides. I'm actually kind of indifferent on this because I'm not sure. Like, you know, hey, yeah, you shouldn't have been late. But if there was a legitimate reason, I can understand that. Though, you know what? The more I think about it, even if there was something that came up, you can't really skew a tournament for that because that is just some, that's a third party incident that has nothing to do with the tournament. And, you know, why punish or, you know, potentially hold up a schedule because of that? You know, I'm eh, I'm kind of on both sides. I'm leaning towards more like, you know, hey, it is what it is. You got to hold that. But hey, he made a top eight. So you can't knock the guy. You cannot knock the guy. But moral of the story, guys. Take all this shit into consideration if you're in a tournament. Traffic, weather, whatever, your stick, all your shit. Make sure you have it all ready to, you know, press buttons and have some fun and, you know, possibly win. Don't be late. All right, look, I, I'm not even going to dive into it because I can explain a lot more of this type of stuff in, in my travel segment. But I'm just going to say as clear as day, you cannot. It's one thing for the tournament to run late. And we reprimand them. Mm-hmm. But if you run late and you feel that you should not be reprimanded, then how is that fair in anybody's eyes? So, yes, be on time. You are supposed to be at a – this is a bigger event than everything else. This ain't no weekly. This ain't no monthly. This ain't no regional. This, ain't, yeah. this isn't final round. This is your your event that you've been waiting to go to for a whole year. This is the KI Cup. This yep. is everything. So, at the end of the day, unless, yes, I can see if, say, his bag went missing, somebody stole his bag, or he just got off his flight. For some god odd reason, why you're getting off your flight yeah, at the time, I was about to say, or why shit, you're man. late. Like, I'm just saying, like, you had ample time to prepare for whatever is to come. You shouldn't be late. If you, if you overslept, that's your fault. If you, you know, if you got stopped to take pictures with fans, still something that's along the lines of your fault. You should cut it short. Be like, hey, I have to go play. If you find me after, totally take pictures with you. Like, that's your, this is your job. Yeah. This is your job. And that's all I'm going to say. So either, you know, he got, I'll say he got top eight the way he did because he was he played late. out of his freaking mind. Yeah. Played out of his mind, but he was late. He probably yeah. could have gotten further if he wasn't late. Yeah, had another chance, but yeah, everybody was on that two life. You only got hit with that. You he was that zero life, that zero yep. life that you know you get at the end of it all. But yeah, so that is going to conclude our random section, and we're going to be hitting you off with the travel segment. But this is going to be Meza's rounds because Meza gets to go to places. If y'all haven't noticed, I am locked up in a dungeon most of the time. I don't get to go out. It sucks. I gotta talk to Jared about that. And guys, but keep what? in mind, 
But what, <laughs> what, this what, is all out of my pocket too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. ain't none of this stuff sponsored, man. It's all it's all out of love. We 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 working our asses off to make it to these tournaments. But yeah, Mezzo, hit them off. What what what's going on? Mezzo's journey to Thuggery City, the Dirty A, final round right. twenty. You got tips for people? You know got, what, what, do you, what do you got? To I say? got tips. I got tricks. I'm gonna teach you guys pretty much how to make your your journey to. Not just final round, but any event, settling and easy for yourself. First things first, if you're traveling out of state, make sure you get all your shit advanced. Meaning 45 days out, get your ticket for a flight, know what hotel you're going to. That is ample. Must know that. Know that you're going to say you're connected to the venue. As I was connected to uh, the convention center and at uh, final round. I made sure my hotel was connected to it because I don't like to walk far. And that was the smartest thing I could do because guess what? We still had to walk far. Um, make sure the people you're staying with are cool people. Make sure you stay with people you want to actually have fun with. So those are like little small things that people should know. But being at final round, now this year was not like last year. Last year was a shit show it was all in a hotel and it kind of felt very lackluster but this year they stepped it up they actually put it in the big convention center and it was actually along the lines of other conventions uh we actually even had people walking up to us that was part of the dog convention um asking us hey you guys are playing video games how does that work and we explained it to them they said that's super cool we didn't know you guys landed on the same weekend so um that was that was something interesting, but the thing is, we did have to take the Evo walk. So, uh, because it's a convention center, it's really far. My tip to you guys: find shortcuts. Shortcuts are key. Uh, we found a shortcut through the whole, you know, through the hotel, around the hotel, to the backside of the convention center, so we didn't have to take an extra long walk. So that was really something cool. Packing wise, make sure you guys always pack half and half, unless the weather is like ridiculously hot or ridiculously cold, if it says it's 50-50 for the weekend, bring 50-50. You're 90% sure if you don't want to spend extra money, you're going to want to do that. Um, the other stuff that you kind of just need to keep aware of is food locations and whether you have to go far. This is kind of like the last of the tips and tricks. Uh, Food-wise, always find somewhere that's locally close, that's cheap, and then of course, go enjoy all the, the fancy stuff. Like, you know, we went to cookout. That was fun. Um, there's, of course, Spawn Divots and a few other places that people went to. But, uh, yeah, just watch your watch your wallet when you're out there. So, you can spend a lot more on food than the games itself. Now, the actual experience that I had at Final Round was pretty damn good, actually. Um, out of all the events I've been to... Besides the community I was in, it was really fun. Uh, I got to, they had a stage for, <coughs> for the main people, <coughs> for the main games. Sorry, guys, still, still recovering. He's still um, dying, guys. He's still dying. Um, they had a stage for the main games. Uh, it was really cool. Even the sectioned off games kind of still didn't feel too sectioned off. It felt like Evo, actually, a little bit, but uh, just a smaller version of it. Uh, registration to like get my badge was super fast and quick. I picked it up the day before uh, the main tournaments. So a lot of Street Fighter was done on Friday. 
but I didn't play in Street Fighter, so I kind of relaxed and played teams. And uh, for that, I I actually didn't have to wait in line for any any badge or anything. I just like walked up to the little table, got my badge, kept going. They had a few venue vendors there, so it was nice. Um, the chairs chairs sucked. That was the biggest problem. The chairs. The, cha- the chairs were like middle school chairs, man. Damn. They're like middle school plastic chairs. <clears throat> Would I have preferred something better? Yeah, but I mean, we get you know we get what we get. But um, overall the experience was great. It was pretty hype. Uh, if you guys didn't know, K. Rad got in Wolf Crone's face after he bust he put bust ass on him. That's what oh I'm yeah, saying. yeah, that kind of blew he, up he on the net. Ass. I think I think even Kotaku yeah. was covering it. Oh yeah, too too old the man. Uh, helped him take off his headphones. And yeah, he didn't even I say anything. That. He just looked him in his face. Yeah. He looked him in his face. He was like, yeah, you know what time it is. Yeah. So, hey, um, talk that shit, man. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. Pop-offs there. Yeah. Poking pop-offs, surprisingly. Uh, no Guilty Gear pop-offs. But, uh, man, even, you know what? Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, all these games were pretty hype, actually, on the stage. I was like the final round stages. Mm-hmm. Um, the announcing was pretty cool. I know they had L.I. Joe for Street Fighter Five. Uh, there was a lot of interesting upsets. Um, you know, k- kudos to Jan. Nobody likes fighting Ibuki now. It seems. Nobody oh yeah, is, that's right. People like fighting Laura, but everybody agreed they're happy Laura didn't win. So that was pretty cool. Smash didn't really have a scene there. It was just like kind of like one and done. But it was mostly other fighting games. Um, Mortal Kombat. I did find out was this is going to be the their last uh tournament tournament. Mm-hmm. And Combo Breaker, I believe, is the first Injustice tournament. So, for them, they're kind of done with Mortal Kombat now. So, Mortal Kombat NCR, not really. Uh, at DreamHack Austin, no. I mean, they'll so, still have side tournaments. Yeah, they'll have side tournaments, but the the community as a whole kind of knows this was the last big Mortal Kombat hurrah. Yeah. So, that was that was nice to see that they were accepting that Mortal Kombat is done. And it's time for a new game. And they're all going to be picking up Injustice too, So it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, no, man. The Besides me dying for the whole weekend, the hotel was really nice. Super hella expensive. Don't don't eat in a buffet at Champions. If you go there, Champions just eat their normal food. Really good. Um, Flight back, really simple, really easy. Other than that, man, I mean, guys, the, it's 101 stuff for traveling. Just make sure you travel with the right people. Make sure you leave on time. Make sure you, you know, arrive on time and get sleep when you need it. It's really it, man. It's really it. Those are those are just rules for life, but yeah. they tra- they translate to this though. Yeah, I mean, it holds other people up. So, uh, the, oh, the salty sweet was pretty pretty unhyped because they had to keep quiet. I so, I heard there was like some video about like you see yeah. the inside of it and they're like getting hyped they're, and they're all like shh. Yeah, and they start snapping. Um, so they're doing like the little snaps because uh, there is the the hotel is very small. So even the suite, you can hear door to door. Damn. Um, so it was kind of rough for the salty suite, but it was still pretty cool. Um, actually, I wanted to state this. Uh, shout out to TWK. He actually was a Jersey resident uh, who played uh, Marvel. He got picked up by the Brawlhalla devs. And they were actually there. And I'm going to actually talk about this because um, For Honor was also there. So, surprisingly, 
it was a weird tournament because For Honor was there and they actually put For Honor on stage. So most people will look at For Honor and say For Honor's boring game. Yo, For Honor is hype. Is, excuse my language, guys. I know we're un, we're uncut, we're unrated, but For Honor is fucking dope. All right, it is over the fucking top. Like I can't even tell you like how crazy it is watching two v twos. Fudo had his teammate was going ham. Sonic Fox had his teammate and they were going ham. Like there was a lot of different teams and even a lot of different players that came from different places to play this game. They even brought a professional out to play. Um, but TWK was helping run most of the stuff, including Brawlhalla. And Brawlhalla is kind of like this. It's like a smash type style play, but they actually are dropping some stuff for PS4. And the cool part about it was they brought some of their pro players out, even though they had uh, PAX East going on. He's actually now a part of that official team. So kudos to him for doing a great job sticking with it. And uh, their scene still getting like pot bonuses and, you know, like 10 to 15, 20, 30 grand. Like they just went up to 100,000 for their next uh, circuit. So. Hey, man. Yeah, I know, right? I I've, I didn't even know that. He stopped me and we started talking about it. But just so you guys know, I was in the Brawl Hall of Bracket without being in the bracket and signing up. So I'll, I'm an official player right now for Brawl Hall. This guy. So look out for me, guys. <laughs> so some tips right there for for you guys that are looking out to to make it to a tournament. Uh, you know, as we go to these different tournaments and travel sectors, when we will start sprinkling them in. Here and there, because there's there are some missteps that you learn. Some of them aren't so big, but some fucking really suck. But yeah, yeah. we'll we'll try our best to help you guys out on that. But we're not gonna close out this episode just yet. We actually have a nice little laundry list of mod highlights. You know how we like our mods. We like to get the most bang for our buck when it comes to these games. And there are some pretty freaking good ones in here. I'll tell you right now. So first off, we're hitting it off. We got a zero suit Samus cami mod. This is done by Khalid Antar six six six. I think I don't think it's a work in progress as much as uh, this other one that's on the list. But bro, this this one looks really good. I need. I, I, I love. I love the color palettes on it. Um, and it just it just works. It just works out. They, you got everything from the heels to the colors to the face to the hair. It just looks solid. It's a really good mod. For those that are, you know, cami players or even aren't cami players or just fans of Metroid, you know, definitely put this on there. Besides Smash, it's the only way you're going to see her, like, you know, put fist to face on a regular basis. It just made me want to go back and play cami. Yo, it's so good. It's so good. Actually, funny enough, we have two cam, two more cami mods here because I don't know why. She's getting a lot oh, of love. Man. Uh, there's oh, a, man. There's a cyber cami one that I just happened to see. But the reason I'm bringing this one up is because it's, it's done by the Jamk. It's the J A M K. I'm not sure how to pronounce your name, homie, but you do some pretty freaking stellar yeah. work. Uh, this cyber cam is very, very reminiscent of of a play arts figure by Square Enix, uh, the Catwoman one. Uh, when you get the chance, go check it out. Go Google Catwoman play arts figure and then look at this mod and see if the if the, if the similarity is there. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm just seeing it. Uh, it looks really awesome. It's very. You know what that reminds me of Liquid uh, Snake. Yeah, people saying like in the comment section, they're like, yeah, it's very Metal Gear Rising-esque and stuff, yeah. just over the top, a lot of edges, but it looks good on her. And our final cami 
mod is actually a, a classic bison cami. So it's basically the DLC costume that she had in Street Fighter 4 being ported over. Now, this one is a work in progress. It's not finished. It is done by Tanuki. Uh, awesome work, man or or girl, whatever. You know, yo, good job, dude. There you go. That's unisex. Um, for doing it. It looks great. I can't wait to see the finished product. Uh, you can see there are some, like, you know, rough edges here and there. But overall, I think it's like a solid 80% finish. It's still, it's still, you know, worthy to be put into a game and you'd be straight. I don't I don't think there's any crazy issues with it right now. But he does say it's a it's a work in progress. So we'll see where the fi finished version comes out. Uh let me see who else we got here. So oh yeah. Birdie. So Birdie gets some love on here too. He's gotten some pretty good ones before. Like he has the alpha version and the original fighting street version of Birdie was also out there. But this one's really awesome. So Birdie's got a Mega Man X costume mod. And it looks freaking awesome. It has great color palettes. Very reminiscent of a lot of different uh, powers that Mega Man gets in the series. In the original three. And it looks good. It looks good on Birdie. It kind of reminds me of that old, of that bad Mega Man uh, box art Mega Man. That was like even in X Tekken. You know, he was a character in that. Yeah. It's kind of a mix of that, but then just put Mega Man X armor over it. It looks great. Good job. Oh, actually, you know what's funny? I don't even see. I didn't even put on who uh, who the author was. I want to make sure I give uh, props. I, I actually like that one a lot. For some reason, I, I'm not a big fan okay. of Birdie uh -huh. in general, but I like that one a lot just because uh, the way he did the the style it reminded me of um, the Marvel's Capcom uh, three Frank West when he had uh, the alternate costume. Yeah, for Mega yeah. Man, it was like hilarious, and I was like, "But that looks it looks really cool." It became a thing for people. Yeah, and it's funny. I think the soda can is also an E tank now. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's pretty raw. So that was done by Monkey Gigabuster. Shout outs to you, man! Awesome work. Can't wait to see what else you got going on. Uh, let me see what else we got here. So we got so with Colin being sent out. You know, she being released. There was already something in the wing ready for her, so we got two mods for her. We have a May skin, so it's quite literally May's. I'm pretty sure it's the character model from Blizzard, but I could I could be wrong. It could just be a very well done one. Uh, but it's basically May, so Colin gets replaced by May in her default costume, and she looks awesome. It works because of you know the whole ice thing. So it's just it's just one of those funny ones. We and, it, and it's happened before where we've had everything from Reinhardt and Roadhog act as. Birdie and uh, and Zangief. We've had Cammy be switched out with Tracer. Uh, so yeah, they they look at these characters who has this, the closest similarities to it, and then they just swap it out only because it's just fun. It just works out, and it looks good. And the other uh, Colin mod we have for is actually Colin Jill, and this is actually also done by Monkey Gigabuster, and this is Jill like RE five BSAA Jill. Which is really cool because Colin already has like a, a costume that kind of made her look real tactical like, and basically they they fixed the face, changed some textures on the actual costume, and altered the costume as well. Pull back the hair, gave her a cap, and it looks like put some pants uh, on her and put some pants on her. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that. And yeah, it looks it, and it looks like Jill, and it is Jill. Uh, the only thing is, is that this is like BSA Jill was you know her hair was brown. This one's still blonde, but then again in RE five. For some reason, Wesker decided to make Jill's hair blonde. You know what? I don't know why, but whatever. It still looks great. So yeah, shouts out again for uh, to Monkey Gigabuster uh, for that. 
really awesome work. I can't wait to see some more stuff. And I think our final one is a pretty, uh, nothing too crazy, but it was just fun to see. It's April Chun-Li. April as in from TMNT, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Her hair is up. She's got the uh, the reporter outfit on, that, that, that big bird yellow. And it looks good. It just looks good. It was. It's by Brutal Ace. Brutal Ace has been on here several times before. He's done a lot of really awesome mods over, over time. I almost said over the years. I mean, yeah, we've done it for years, but we haven't been covering mods this whole time. Yep. But yeah, Brutal Ace, shout outs to you, man. Awesome to see that you're still doing some work. And yeah, if you guys are interested in checking out where these mods are, they're actually coming from uh, the YouTube channel PC Best Mods. Well, we check them out there, but we actually do scour like the databases and some of the actual sites as well. Uh, you'll see other mods there that aren't just for Street Fighter. There's also DOA mods where they've taken, like, Drake, and they've put him in DOA. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of so wild. Um, they also got Left for Dead mods, Street Fighter 4 mods, and RE5 mods. So if you're interested in any of those, check it out. It might get you a little, in, uh, you know, get you a little more amped up to maybe even make some of your own or even import some of the ones to some games that you might like. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us, guys. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us for this hour and a half uh, of, of talking fighting games. You can check out our podcast in many different platforms on iTunes, which we're a five-star podcast in. I don't know if we said that before, but uh, yeah, pretty proud of that. Thanks a lot for that. Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and RSS feeds. Links are available for each platform right in the Mash Those Buttons website. And you can check us out on social media at twitter.com forward slash NTB site. You can check me out at, damn, I almost forgot my name, Crash Tag VS. Where can we find you at, Bezo? You guys can find me at Damian Mezzo, of course. And also, Double Tap has just gotten its own uh, Twitter page. So it, it is at twitter.com forward slash Double Tap. Hey, Jared here. Uh, Crash Tag kind of dropped the ball on that one. The Twitter account for Double Tap is actually Double Tap FGC. So that's twitter.com slash Double Tap FGC. That account is obviously is going to have uh, the latest episodes and news about Double Tap, but it is going to focus more on fighting games and fighting game community events and news and stuff like that, uh, more so than the main MTB account. So if you like the show, we definitely would appreciate the follow. Thanks. You can check us out there. If you want to tweet out the actual show itself, where now that we can both also you know see the message so you don't have to just tweet at one of us uh but you can always just tag us on that anyway but it's out there and check us out also on facebook.com forward slash mash those buttons and youtube.com forward slash mash those buttons i am working on the video guys i have some stuff down in the pipeline but i'm literally editing the stuff i got from katsukan and magfest some pretty cool stuff we have some pretty awesome fgc cosplayers as well i'm hoping to turn that out hopefully within the next week or so Definitely check out, uh, you know, uh, if you're trying to contact us, the best way you can do it is either by Twitter or even the podcast submission forms on, not the submission forms, rather the comment section below on the podcast. We're always down for feedback. We can't say it enough, man, because we're, we're trying to always try to improve the show. We've got some things that we kind of want to implement soon. But we want to hear from you guys. You guys are the ones that are taking the time out today to listen to us talk and you know shoot the shit with you and inform you guys but if there are certain things you think we're lacking or some things that you might even think might be a good idea we are always down for that because we kind of do this for you guys and we kind of want to give you guys the best show we can and one way that you can definitely help us is for shares tweet it out when the podcast comes out tweet it out hit up with some hashtags you you know that might be helpful to get it out there 
Reddit posts, Facebook, uh, you know, what whatever uh, other social media platform you want to do it in, uh, SoundCloud, whatever. Share it out, guys. The more the more people we can get this podcast to to listen, and the more people that you know will will maybe like the podcast and want to obviously get us feedback and actually listen to it more, you know, the better for us because it kind of gives us more of an not not to say the audience is the only reason, but it helps us grow. That's the main thing. We just want to keep growing the podcast. Uh, stay tuned after the show to check out what's going on this week on Mash Those Buttons and check out the rest of our shows at mashthosebutton.com forward slash shows. Check out the other podcasts we have going on. I'm Crash Tag and I'm calling tonight. I got to shovel snow later. I'm Meza and hopefully I buy stuff from the store and not die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, March 13th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week talking about the final countdown to Destiny 2 and the Age of Triumph. On Tuesday, March 14th, Nick and Katie continue their quest to educate you on Wild War on the Torn and the Goblin. This week giving an overview of Azuna. On Wednesday, March 15th, Jared and Mikey bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking how maps are made in Overwatch, Overwatch League franchising, and the revival of Anna. On Friday, March 17th, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SITREP Radio, talking the latest in the division, and this week bringing you a roundtable discussion with several ETF members. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.